Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. This whole thing called Reiki can totally change your life. Energy healing can change your life. If you've got pain, ongoing chronic issues, maybe you've got some, some psychological challenges going on, you're just dealing with a lot, Reiki can be the answer. I'm going to be bold to, to say it is the answer uh, over things like medication, and there's nothing wrong with that, but for many people, they wait and they don't do energy healing. And then when they do, they find out, whoa, what a difference that made in my life. She's been practicing it for almost two decades as a Reiki master and a teacher, and we're going to look at all of this, even how energy your energy field can change with you just taking care of yourself a little bit more. She is Karen. Now, I'm going to double-check your name. Is it Chaffee? Chaffee. Chaffee. See, I, was, I should have checked. Karen, welcome back. How are you doing? I'm good. Thank you for asking. How are you? I'm well. Doing doing well. And uh, I'm due for a uh, energy cleansing. I know that for a fact. It's been a while. And after you do energy healing, cleansing, Am I right in saying you can almost feel when you get kind of mucked up, your energy gets mucked up and, and needs to be cleaned? Am I right? Uh, am I on point with that? Oh, absolutely. If you know how you regularly feel, which is happy and healthy and energetic, and suddenly you have an encounter with a person and that changes, <laughs> or a life experience, you got some bad news, mm. or food can even affect someone's energy field. The minute that you feel off, you or anyone, um, it's time to start checking into what just happened. <laughs> Why do I feel negative? Hmm. Even to be mindful, even keep a journal, would you say that's a good idea too? Oh, absolutely. Um, it's a baseline for how we are as a person, and it reflects back into our past, which could be triggers and some unhealed uh, emotions. Sure. And it be a future and where you expect to go, which is manifestation and intention. Mm, which we could do uh, probably three hours on manifestation alone. <laughs> I know that for a fact. Now, this whole thing where your energy field can change just by giving yourself some self-care, tell us about that. Well, um, as the baseline goes, when we know ourselves, uh, the self-care starts out with our diet and what we eat. Uh, it can go into exercise, getting out into nature and grounding, getting in contact with natural energies. Uh, Self-care is also meditation, which is an intentional exercise in being peaceful and clearing your mind. If these natural remedies of your life are not introduced and there's a higher level of anxiety or curiosity, talking therapies would be my next recommended step to get with someone to discuss how you feel and what gives you pain. Uh, there's many ways of cleaning out the emotional closet by talking therapies. That could be done with a licensed um, therapist or even with a Reiki practitioner. Well, interesting. Okay, when you... Now we'll look at something a little bit different here. When you talk with somebody, you know, traditional talk therapy, mm -hmm. does that change your, your energy field, just letting it all out and getting some feedback? Well, absolutely. <laughs> yes, um, many times in our experience in life there are people we are safe with and then there are people we're in relationships with and sometimes those relationships are not the safest place to lay it all out fear of judgment triggers other people 
um, into fear too, and it just becomes a ping pong game. Uh, with a licensed therapist, they will sit in here non-judgmental and offer direction and help. So purging is a wonderful way of self-care. What's a little alarming is you said before your energy can get dirty, if you will, uh, just with an encounter with someone. Uh, we deal with that all the time. You know, <laughs> you, know, uh, you know, you have issues at work, you have issues within your family, you have things going on, and is it... Does it accumulate? Does it just keep adding up and up and up in, in terms of, uh, of your energy not being clean? Yes, I believe so. Um, it collects similar themes. So you may have a conversation with someone and they have a particular negativity shared with, say, with their parent. And you can have 10 more conversations of negativity, but that other next parent is going to couple with the original negative parent comment and when we get enough of those, then all of a sudden now we start thinking negatively of our parent. It's accumulative for sure. Oof. And with what you do, you do Reiki. Is Reiki the same thing as energy cleaning, clearing? Like, uh, is, it, is it essentially also like chakra balancing? And we can explain that, you know, what chakras are. But are you doing the same thing when you're, you're doing Reiki? Or do you need to do chakra balancing and cleaning as well? Well, I think it's addressed just uh, Reiki is a modality of a particular group of people in Eastern culture. So Reiki is a breakdown of a, a Japanese word. So Christianity has its own, own laying on of hands, and that is a compassionate exercise like Reiki. There is also other cultures that have similar practices, and they call it separate things. But basically, it's all the same. Hmm. I wasn't aware of that, so let me make sure I heard that clear. So other other cultures have a different name for it, but when you, you boil it right down, it's Reiki? Yes, by the oh, definition. By the definition. I never knew that. I thought Reiki was Reiki. Uh, you know, in another culture, they called it Reiki, like in our culture. And Reiki is a uh, Japanese name term, correct? Correct. Okay. Uh, Buddhist. I uh, have an ex energy exchange. Hindu has an energy exchange, um, and there are probably more than I'm doing justice to. But it did basically is an interchange exchange of light, and that's where the ray key comes in, is it's an energy transfer of light. And I mean light as a version of, um, well, the opposite of darkness, which would be absence of light. Light is a frequency. And it's a very high frequency. And what is the highest vibration, highest frequency? Would you say that's love? Oh, absolutely. Huh. <laughs> huh. Wow. Interesting. Um, which is why I think, I guess now I know why it's always been said, everything should be connected to love. You should do everything with love, with a love intention. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Light and love. That's light. the coin phrase that made into the modern culture here recently of praying for you and sending light and love. That's the highest blessing you can give another. Um, all right. I want, maybe this is rhetorical, but can you go a little bit deeper into light and love and what we should be doing and how we should do it? Well, it comes from the heart and not from the brain. If you think I'm sending you and you're intellectualizing the experience, now you're talking from possibly the ego. 
of I'm going to send this person light and love and they're going to notice that that's me and it's wonderful and this becomes a cerebral exchange. When we drop down deeper into our heart chakra, and this is intentional to say the seven chakras are our energy centers. They're the batteries that run our organic being. Our heart chakra is compassionate. It's all-inclusive love and acceptance. It has a different vibration than the other six. So when the residence of heart connects with another one, then we're talking about change. We're talking about the compassion of having a witness love and understand you and accept you. And for our social environment, we are social creatures. When we feel loved and accepted by another person, then we start to feel a part of a community, like someone understands us and I'm not alone. And that removal of isolation Mm. is like the beginning of the change, having a witness identify with you on a level that allows you to feel loved. What if you either make a new friend or let's say it's a recent friend and you guys hang out and you have a, you have a great time together. It just kind of, kind of works. Um, even though it's not true love, if you will, is that also what we're talking about in terms of the elevation of how you feel? Ooh, that's a, that's a big one to unpack. Uh, initially when we connect with someone and it feels good, the question would be why, why does this feel good? Uh, if it's compared uh, the same um, experiences, like, oh, I did that too, and I did that too, now you have shared experience in common, and that's a great thing. If you feel like an a energetic attraction that's more on a personal level, say relationships and love and this wonderful opening of, oh, I've found my match and the rest of it, that romantic love also is worth looking into because... It could be a karmic relationship, and karma could be one or two things. It could be wonderful and beneficial, and it can be paying a debt. It could be learning about yourself through the experience of another person who brings in something that you may be missing. Again, another positive negative. Hmm. Um, There's a term about, I prayed to God for strength, and he gave me more situations to be strong in. It's kind of like that as a karma. If you feel like you don't have the love and someone else has it for you, now you're searching outside yourself for that replacement. And that's usually a very short road. The going into a relationship with another person, whether it be a friendly person or a romantic person, always starts with the self-love that I have enough to give another person and let me fill your cup. That's a good, healthy exchange, friend or romantic. You weren't kidding when you said a lot to unpack. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, that's a big one. Yeah, and I'm trying to process that. Now, obviously, let's let's dissect that for a second. Obviously, when you find somebody that is, I don't want to say yet soulmate, but somebody where you connect on a on a deep, deeper level, call it romantic, whatever it is, they respect you, you respect them. There's just something there. It's it's there's it's undescribably powerful. Now you put that to the side for a minute, cause that's, that's a no brainer what that can do for you. Um, if you just have friends that you're close to and you're all aligned where you got everybody's back and you're just, you know, it's just a, it's a, it's a good thing. You know, maybe you get together every once in a while as a group. Um, uh, is that also supporting you in a major way, even though it's not that big romantic relationship? Mm-hmm. 
I have friends from high school I still talk to. I don't sure. talk to them for months at a time. And yeah. because we knew each other then, their the love acceptance is already there. So I know I have a sympathetic ear if I want to call a girlfriend that I haven't talked to in five years. We pick up right where we left off. Yeah. I think those are what we call our tribe. Those are our tribesmen. They will always have your back, and they will always be, be with you through thick and thin. I think that's the purest form for of sure. love. Yep, those long-term relationships um, are always going to support you as long as everybody does the right thing. And I've got friends who, in my journey, I met a year ago, maybe a year and a half ago, and a lot of them are women. And we're in a you know group chat, and we all get together, we all hang out together, um, but we're there for each other. You know, if somebody's got a you know a challenge or an issue, they'll you know text it to all of us. We'll talk about it, almost like you know group therapy. Um, but you know, the support is there. Um, and there's just, I feel there's, there's something there, obviously not the romantic level, which is levels higher. Um, but there's something there and energetically in terms of the, the vibration, um, with the self care, like you talk about, and, and it's been said many times that you have to love yourself before you can love somebody else. Um, how do you get to that point where you are, how do you know that? Yeah, I'm, I'm where I should be. And I'm ready to find somebody, you know, let's say, special in my life. How do you how do you tell? How do you know? How do you uh, know? Well, first of all, no one's ever going to be prepared, perfectly prepared to meet in exchange with another person. The best we can do is know about ourselves. So if we know what our triggers are, what our likes, our dislikes, and the boundaries that we're willing to let someone uh, come into our life, then we have an understanding of how we want another person to participate. So it's a very selfish act to start to go into a relationship because it's an interview process. You've got to check this person out and quantify them into your energy field to know if they're a match or not. So it is like a job interview very much. So if you don't have that baseline of what you're looking for, you might just attract anything and then have to sort out how did I attract this? Where, were I, where was I in agreement to be in this arrangement? Because this isn't pleasurable. It, it goes on to knowing yourself first. And when you feel like you've got a good grip, then it starts to go out and, and find shop for someone. Online is a wonderful place to meet people. You can shop and click and shop and click and just go through your own experience of knowing what you want and the experience that you want to have. Mm. I... I will say this based on my experience on what you just said, that if you're, and, and let's rewind here for just a moment. What you put out there is what you get. So if you're putting out a certain energy, you're, you're going to get that back in some way. And even online and people don't realize this in terms of energy, like how you can do Reiki with somebody remotely even if you're online dating, you're still putting energy out there and it's going to be received. And let's say, you know, you keep finding the same types of people and you're like, why is that? How is that even possible? I didn't even meet them. And I, I attracted them. Then I go to meet them. I'm like, oh, there they are again. Um, isn't it true that the energy can transfer anywhere? Oh, let me make sure I understand this question. When you say the energy can transfer anywhere, do you mean... I can, or a person could look online and pick up their vibrations off their photograph on dating sites. I'm not sure if I understand the question. Yes, yes. Just yes. overall, I'll give you, uh, here's the example. I've got a friend 
Uh, and he says, I always find women that have lots of anxiety. I don't know what it is. I keep finding them. I, it, it's just, yes, there's lots of that going on nowadays, but he's like, every woman is like deeply having anxiety issues and, and, and just, it, it's, he's like, how am I finding them? I said, well, maybe you're throwing it out there and you're attracting it. And I've heard this before with women saying like the same kind of guys, I keep finding them. Now that's often been said, meeting people in person or being introduced to somebody in person and you find them that way. But when you find them online, you don't even know, you haven't even talked to them. A couple of messages back and forth and you're attracting them. So my point here is, seems like mm-hmm. the, the energy can go out there. You're, you're it's same exact way as if you met them in person, you're attracting it. Yeah. Okay. I think I understand. Um, so this is my take about online dating. In the beginning, when it was coming on the forefront, I was not a big fan. I thought, and I still think a little bit about this, that the dating pool is pretty desperate. And I used to judge. And if you had an ad on the advertisement, was it truthful? So there's two schools of thought. that You're going to attract your vibration naturally, and they're just going to show up in your life without you having to shop or you shop and you keep finding the same person because, I, I, please don't come for me, people, but if you're putting an ad on the paper, that means you are not in the belief that it's going to happen organically. I've met a soulmate, and he showed up in the most unusual situation that there could have been no arrangement other than it was clandestine. It was absolute going to happen. I was blessed. It's happened twice. Um, I did. Uh, yep. Mm-hmm. Reveal. <laughs> Reveal. <laughs> Yes. Uh, the current relationship I am in now, I met online. Okay. I am of a later age. I know how to look at those photos and see what their energy is. And let me tell you, there's a high percentage. And that's just, and again, I'm sorry, but when people are putting ads out, they're actively looking because they want to find. And, and they are just apart from letting nature take its course. Now, that scooches it over to the line of desperate or anxiety. It's, it's marginal, but that's kind of where they're at. And let's say they've been on the dating site for a long time and they're not getting a lot of responses, or they're on multiple dating sites and they're not getting responses. That's going to raise someone's anxiety and start working on them. Like, why isn't anyone picking me? So for no other reason, you can have a perfectly normal person, but going through this online dating can make a woman or a man neurotic to think, why am I not finding my match? Which if you believe in spirituality, it's about letting nature take its course. It's about putting out the cultivated high vibration that you will attract that person in your common interest. So take a hiking course, go into an art class, uh, take something that excites you and you can meet single people on an events and actions. That would be my recommendation for looking for a partner that wasn't anxiety-based, if that's your friend's challenge and what you just said um when that energy is there within the photographs and you're looking at them i totally agree i think you can pick up on it you know if you just Mm -hmm. go with your gut you know you feel it like hmm you know kind of cute but hmm hmm, i'm getting a vibe here and you know pass (laughs) pass to the next one pass to the next one um after you tune into it and and it might be a situation where you keep coming back to the same one it's like I got a good vibe. I don't know what it is. I just do. Um, Maybe there's a reason. Maybe you are getting a good vibe and you should act on it. 
Oh, I'd use that as well as the intellect, looking at their stats, if they fit your life with their life experiences, and if they have a sunny, happy photo, if they're showing too much skin, if they're showing a trout that they caught. There are all kinds of things that people gravitate to with different choices. Sure. So pick your choice. Pick the one that you think is the best. Yeah, and have that chat. And if it just strikes you as odd, sorry, but keep moving until someone feels like you cannot pass them up. Like it's just I too agree. good to be true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and even if it's somebody that you just, obviously, listen, they, we're attracted to the photographs first off, but even if it's past that and you're still feeling that vibe, and even if you're saying to yourself, I don't know, maybe they're out of my league. I don't know. I mean, really? Um, if you're feeling it so strong outside of them being attractive, there's, there's probably something there. Like you're vibing something back and forth with the person that you're with and you found, and we'll get off this topic, but I find <laughs> when you talk to anybody in the metaphysical world, it's always about usually about relationships. Um, did you manifest that person? Yes, absolutely. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, I got really clear on what I was looking for. And the only way I got to that point was knowing what I didn't want. So like your friend, I went through the the dating and the failures and the time spent and the regret and all that. I spent a lot of time there. So I got very clear on what I was looking for. And I was very, I don't want to say heartless, but when it came to what I needed, it was my life. And what I wanted, it was my life. And I needed someone to fit into my life. And mm-hmm. I think that's not a selfish approach to take. Not all, not at all. Uh, that's, I think that's, yeah. that's perfectly fine. And even the manifestation, uh, I, just re- I just remembered something about the friend that finds the, the uh, women with lots of anxiety. He told me he's, he's into manifesting too and, and understands it and did it and found after dating people that had lots of anxiety, like, here's another one, here's another one, the perfect person, perfect situation, perfect everything. Like, really, it was there, except mm-hmm. except he didn't manifest not somebody with anxiety because he found somebody else again. And part of it is kind of crippling the relationship because, you know, it's not something that he can deal with after a while. Uh, I'm like his therapist. <laughs> we talk. Um, and he even admits, you know, I manifested, but I, I left that one piece out that I should have manifested somebody that is, you know, pretty stable. And, and again, lots of people deal with anxiety, but, um, you know, if, it, if it's not something that you're looking for to, to help somebody else, um, yeah, you've got to change your energy. Uh, would you suggest if somebody's dealing with situations to reach out and have a cleansing and do a Reiki session if they're feeling that just something's stuck or not right? Oh, absolutely. If uh, your friend is in love with a person with anxiety, now we all are not perfect. So when we love, we go into the deeper part of ourselves. And there is a lot to unpack. Even if you think you know yourself on a future, um, no, let me rephrase that. Even if you think you know yourself, the loving, close, intimate relationship is going to bring stuff up. It's inevitable. Without a doubt. Yeah. In time, five years, 15 years, it's coming up. If your partner understands your loving intent is to have you supported through the journey, something that a partner cannot do, then you need a third-party intervention. Like I said, talking therapies are great. Energy healers are fantastic because it's a quicker, uh, more direct, and totally transformative experience. Hmm. So talking therapies allows a person to just ruminate, kind of, 
going over it and over and over it. So when you talk to a healer, they're actually going to go in with you and do the repairs, which is what I found important. Gotcha. Uh, Ricky, I'm a big believer. It works. The energy thing, it's, it's, I wish I realized it so long ago, Karen. I wish I did. Uh, <laughs> I really mean that. And you can never look back. Everything's a life lesson. But it was in my face. I'm not even kidding. 12 years ago, 15 years ago, 20 years ago, I was working with it on a marketing level, but not and just skimming the surface, not going deep into it and, uh, and really uh, experiencing the benefits of it. And there's so many of them. Your website, easy to find at your name, right? Yes. net. Yep. And that's Karen with a C, C-A-R-E. E-N-C-H-A-F-F-E-E dot net. Uh, somebody's got questions. Do you have a free discovery call, consult, so they could figure out if this is the right thing for them? Oh, sure. There's uh, on my website my email address, my phone number, and a way to contact me directly if you'd like. I'm always available. Yeah. I'm going to tell you it is the right thing for you. Don't even waste your time. Just book. Because <laughs> it's... <laughs> I wish I did. Sooner, sooner. Karen, always great talking with you and uh, lots of insight. And yeah, I've, I've learned about Reiki, but I've learned more every time we get a chance to talk. Oh, thanks, Steve. That was a high compliment. I look forward to next time. Oh, thank you. We'll be right back. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Let's go inside the mind of a 10-year-old. I should have worn those earrings today. I like those earrings. Gabby has those awesome earrings. I need to ask her where she got those, but that's just what she would want me to do. I'll have Michaela ask her for me. Buckle up, Sarah. Yeah, but then Michaela will be like, why don't you just ask her yourself? That's just like Michaela. Sarah, buckle up. Michaela's such a great name. I wish I was called Michaela. There's like a dozen Sarahs in my class. Hey, we're not hitting the road until you buckle up, honey. Oh, yeah. Seatbelt. I forget sometimes because my brain is, like, busy, you know? I wonder if there's pizza at school today. Sometimes it can be tough to get through to your kids, but it's not impossible. Always make sure they're wearing their seatbelts, even on short drives. Remember, you have the keys, you have the power. Never give up until they buckle up. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Visit safercar.gov slash kidsbuckleup for more information.